you're listening to speak on a Kurt Dog. I mean, I'm Kurt Dog. Um, tonight we've been talking about the early election, and also early election have started. It will go until February the 25th. Uh, we also talked about um, um, uh, some of these leaders in Texas that we need to get rid of. Um, but also now we're going to talk about this story that came out of uh, Bridgewater, New Jersey. Um, I don't know if y'all seen the video of the incident, but it happened at a New Jersey shopping mall where... <clears throat> A black teen and a white teen, they were seen on video arguing with each other. Um, the white teen stuck his fi- his finger in the black teen's face. Black teen moved his hand and said, hey, don't put your finger in my face. Uh, the whole time, uh, the white teen, we could go outside, all of this. So he pushed the black teen. The black team proceeded to, they got into a struggle and um, then two cops run up, Bridgewater police uh, came up, uh, separated the two guys, got the white team off of the black team sat the white team down on the couch, told them don't move. Proceed to grab the black team, put him on the ground. Uh, The female cop come up, place her knee in his back while he's on the ground. He's not struggling or anything like this. And put him in handcuffs. Now take it, they took the white team, sat him on the couch, and told him don't move. Now the whole time he's standing up and he's using the N-word freely. Just how oh, my this might that and act like it it was just natural for him. But the way that these two cops handled this situation. You could have made one or two choices. Either had them separate, you set them both down, find out what's going on, and then make your decision. The other choice you could have made would put them both on the ground, put them both in handcuffs and decide what happened then. But instead, you run up and the The white team is on top of the black team. You pull the white team off of the black team and then proceed to put the black team in handcuffs while you allow the white team to just sit there on the couch as if he did nothing wrong. And the white team was the aggressive. He was the aggressive one. Um, Unfortunately, once they put the black team in handcuffs, uh, they approached the white team on the couch and the video cut off. But these police officers and all police officers, yeah, I understand you have to react fast. But the proper way of doing that, if you see 
a confrontation going between two people, you need to detain both of them. Don't allow one uh, jump on the one that looked like he's the guilty party just because of the color of his skin. You need to put them both in cuffs. She should have put him in cuff. And then the other guy was already putting the black team in cuffs. But at the same time, people feel like the black one, just because of the color of his skin, he was the guilty party. And Bridgewood, Bridgewater, I keep wanting to say Bridgewood for some reason. Uh, Bridgewater want to say they investigating it. But a video don't lie. A video do not lie. Uh, from the time it started and the way that um, the N-word kept being uh, yelled out, not only from the white team that was involved in the fight, but it was other white kids in the video using it too. And someone finally said they only doing that. A, a white female team said they only doing that because he's black. That's the only reason why they doing them like that. And that's when the video went off. So the thing is, cops, you have to do better. I don't care who you are. If it's white cops, black cops, Hispanic cops, Asian, Chinese, I don't care. You have to do better. In the midst of a crime, you hold everybody as if each and every one of them is guilty. All because they both was fighting. You don't know what's going on. But you immediately assume the black guy was the one that started. We've talked about on the show a couple of uh, last week uh, or a couple of weeks ago where the black guy was accused of having a warrant just because his name was similar to someone else. But you mean to tell me once they put his identification in and they could not tell the difference between a young black guy and an older white guy. The name sounded familiar, but it wasn't actually the same. You couldn't tell by the year they was born in. Matter of fact, you couldn't tell by the picture that would have popped up once you put the information in. So you're telling me you're just dumb. And unfortunately, that black guy spent several days in jail. Several days in jail. For what? His life is destroyed. I can just imagine the mental issues he's having after having to be in jail all that time, away from his family possibility of losing his job probably lost his job once uh his wife had to call and say he was sick or in jail after so many days you out of there and once they got word he got arrested they probably terminated him so 
all because you couldn't tell the difference. You had many opportunities of, of, of correcting this issue. Once he got down to the station, they would have known that was not the same person. Once they pulled the license up in the car, would have known it wasn't the same person. So people say all the time, there's no difference between black laws and white laws, but that's that's baloney. Because the thing is, I'm a black man. Every time I go somewhere, I get looked at crazy. All because of the color of my skin. But then you have certain folks that go out here the ones that you should be concerned about, the ones teaching their kids how to use guns, then their kids take those guns up to the school and shoot up the place. Those are the ones you need to be concerned about. So, yeah, it's a problem. Um, that's cool, T. Cal. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I didn't even know you were still here. I said, well, Kurt Dog, I have someone called out, so I have to go help. My team have a great, have a good night and a good show. Thank you. Thank you for always supporting. Uh, be safe. Have a good night as well. Be safe going home. Um, yeah, so the thing is, you have to look at the full story of what's going on. Now, <clears throat> at that point, if I was the officer, I don't care what color they were, anything like that. I come up, they both fighting. I'm going to detain both of them until I know what's happening. But to allow that one white teen to sit on that couch, even when she told him to sit right there, he stood up using the N-word. And she never went back to him until after. And then when, when uh, after they handcuffed the other guy, she just came up, sat him back down on the couch. We seen an incident, um, I think it was last week or the week before at a, at a college where um, uh, a young man and his girlfriend was having a conversation. Police come up detain him and all of this and I'm like really and now that police officer is being investigated which he should be do not need to work in public if you cannot uh, do a do a fair job with everybody you're a public servant that's another thing why we need to get out and vote because certain cities they allocate money to cover lawsuits for the police department. Why should our tax dollars be going to that? Now, I'm not saying all shootings are bad. Sometimes you got to do what you have to do for you can make it home safely. But when you're shooting unarmed people or, or, or just treating people wrong just because of the color of their skin, you have to need to be held accountable. We should not have to pay for it. Um, but unfortunately, because they are working for the people in that city, have to pay for it. Um, that's kind of like, um, 
Um, I'm trying to pull it out. Da, da, da. Um, if you just now uh, tuning in, you are listening to uh, uh, Kurt speak on the Kurt dog. Um, and while I was thinking, I was thinking about a um, a story that that had been hidden in the news again. This actually happened. Um, I want to say in 2020, and they just made the decision not to um, bring charges against that officer. So this happened out of Orange County, um, California. Um, Orange County Sheriff Deputy won't face charges for fading shooting an unarmed homeless man who was in the midst of a mental health crisis. Once again, health, uh, mental health crisis. A lot of police officers are not trained for that. And apparently, um, he was stopped for jaywalking in 2020 in San Clemente, California, prosecutor announced late Friday. Uh, in a 10-page letter outlined its investigation, the Orange County District Attorney Office said it would not criminal charge Deputy Adrado Duran for the death of a 42-year-old Kurt Andrews Reinhold. Uh, prosecutor noted that Duran partner, Jonathan Israel, told them that Reinhold, Reinhold grabbed his service weapon as the three men struggle on the ground after they tried to detain him. All of this from a jaywalking incident. Jaywalking. Um, I read one story. Um, I'm trying to see if, because this is not the same one I read earlier, but um, uh, neither one during that time Orange County Sheriff's Department did not wear body cameras, so they wear them now, but they sand based upon a, a camera from, uh, I think they said from a bank, uh, seeing him grab his gun or his partner yelled and said he grabbed, he got my gun or something. Um, but in one story out here, they tased the guy, and it had no effect on him. But either way, uh, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, it said uh, this was a racial-motivated stop aimed at harassing Mr. Ryan. Oh, nothing more. The statement said, according to Orange County Register, the deputies escalated tactics, including having a taser drone and tackling Mr. Reinhold to the ground, directly contributing to the deputy's unlawful use of deadly force against a man who was unarmed and who had not committed a crime. So that's the difference. Uh, that man never should have lost his life. I believe we talked about this right after it happened because it was the same day that the verdict came out for uh, Brianna Taylor when this incident happened. Um, so the thing is, it's a difference between black 
and white laws, how the police treat us. We want to be treated fairly. That's all we ask. Want to be treated equally, not fairly, equally like you would treat anybody else. But instead, it's becoming more and more of a problem. And, and people say all the time, oh, uh, it's more white folks killed by, by uh, policemen than black folks. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. We seen up in Oklahoma a couple of years ago where a guy stood over, a, over an officer, shot and killed him. And they found him. Yeah, he had a couple of stretches and bruises on him, but he's still alive today. We seen also up in Oklahoma where a woman shot and killed the unarmed black man at a traffic stop that was walking away with him with his hands up in the air. She shot him in the back. She got a promotion to train other officers. So where's where's the justice in this? It's been so many different police killing. Uh, yeah, we've seen justice on some, um, on um, George Floyd killing. Uh, we've seen some justice, but that's not enough. Even both in Jean killing. That's not enough. And that was a flap on a wrist with Amber Geiger. Uh, Ten years for killing a man in his own house because you was more concerned about your booty call than, than paying attention to what you was doing with all the signs saying you on the wrong flow and you get 10 years and you keep trying to get out of prison early? Why? Excuse me. So yeah, it's a it's a big difference between uh, black laws and white laws. So um, <clears throat> um, unfortunately, that's what we have to deal with. And um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And then. Um, I also seen this other story today. We're going to hit on it real quick uh, before we ease up out of here. Uh, if I could do that research on that super highway. Um, uh, this happened up in, um, uh, what's that? New York. Happened up in New York. Um, oh, shoot. It's not going to let me pull this story up. Hold on. Hopefully, do. Well, a a child was adopted back in 2019, and it did not bring that story up. Let me see if I can get it a different way. Um, She was adopted back in 2019 and for a non-custodian, by non-custodian parent which is um, um, kind of like what we talked about on the show in the past where a parent would try to keep um, <clears throat> keep the child away from another parent. And um, so this parent, she basically did, um, I kept the child away, kidnapped the child, and 
I guess, took her to her parents' home. And they set up in a basement behind a staircase, put the child in there, and the police been there several times, and they couldn't find him. But over the last couple of years, um, they just recently found her uh, hiding up under the staircase because uh, they came in and when they tried to search in the past, they was told they couldn't search. They had to leave, had to stop. So, but for some, somehow, some way, they got more information about it and <clears throat> they actually end up um, finding the child safe and arrested uh, the person that was responsible for it and gave her back to the custodian parent and also arrested the, um, I guess, the parents of the young lady uh, who did it, and um, which should have been. Um, that's up under the, <clears throat> kind of fall up under malicious parent syndrome, uh, where a parent try to keep a child away from the other parent. I do anything what if it's talking bad about the other parent or lying on the other parent just to keep the child away? So um, that's the incident with this or even run off with the child. And when you run off with the child, the child don't know any difference because they're so young and then turn around. Only thing they know, they with mama or they with daddy and kind of find out they don't really know the full deal of it. They don't know that either mama or daddy ran off with them and keeping them away from that. A parent may even lie to them and say, hey, the other parent is dead. Or say that the other parent was a bad person or whatever. Uh, that's not always the case. So you have to find out all the details on it. And, um, and people would lie and say anything. Uh, to try to protect themselves and to um, make that apparent look bad and make them look like they golden. But deep down inside, eventually this child was going to realize what was going on, want to know why does she always have to go down to um, into the basement and uh, be quiet and at six years old, when she was found, she should have been in school by then, at least a year or two. So that's another issue because I don't know if they was homeschooling her, but if they wasn't, that means she's behind by a couple of years. So that that's another issue that it's going to cause too. So um, uh, bottom line is, you have kids with somebody to work with that parent because the only one that's going to be hurt at the end of the night are the kids. The kids are going to be the ones that have the issue, the aftermath for what you're doing. And this lying and stuff to the kids, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary to do it. Um, just be honest. Work with the parent. Y'all both made this child. Uh, God used two foods to have that child. So work it out. Work it out. Uh, that's how you do that. But um, <clears throat> other than that, I will 
be back tomorrow if the good Lord say the same and I get off work early enough. I will be back tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, please, I cannot express it enough. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. Whatever county you are in, um, pull up the county that you're in. Pull up the uh, candidates. Do your research on them. See um, who you feel that is best for you and your family. Um, I know Miss Risky said on the show Friday, uh, she had a conversation with one of the candidates on on uh, Twitter, and he talked about bringing casinos to Texas. And he was like, I don't know why we won't bring casinos. But I'm like, hey, and if you are running for an elected official, uh, please reach out to me if uh, you want to come on the show and um, uh, let people know what what you stand for. Uh, reach out to me. Uh, my email is who you with Kurt Dog at mail.com. Who you with Kurt Dog at mail.com. And um, we can arrange for you to come on the show. But we're going to ask hard questions. We're going to ask you up front what do you stand for? Um, and there's none of this. Uh, no, we're not going to deal with that. And I would say right up front if uh, I'm going to support you or not. But you can't come half. Oh, I can't say that. I can't say it, but I'm trying not to cuss as much. But you can't come halfway and and want people to follow you and and support you. But then you forget about how you got into office, and that's the problem I have with a lot of politicians. We don't hear from them until election time. So it's time to make a difference. Time to take a stand. Enough is enough. Let's get out and uh, vote. Um, and the young man, I believe his name is Gary Chambers. Don't corrupt. I believe that's his name out of Louisiana. Uh, running for Senate or con- Congress. One of them. He's running, but he needs support. So definitely go out, support him. Um, you probably seen him on talk shows. Uh, probably hear people talking about it. Um, he's like, hey, we need to make a difference in our laws. We had these same laws that been having for years and it's only benefiting certain group of folks. We need to make a change. So if you are in Louisiana, I hope y'all don't do like you normally do. Don't get out and vote. Hopefully y'all say, you know what? Let's make a difference. Go vote. And make a difference. It's time to have fresh, younger minds in office. And I say that because a lot of these people that are in these positions, they're older. Not all of them. There's some young ones in there, but they think like the old ones. Uh, they older and they end up getting in these positions and keeping those same laws Instead of making changes at time change, um, you have to change when the time change. As for kind of like what Biden said, yeah, he made a lot of mistakes, but he spent his years trying to make a difference in those mistakes he did make. 
So get out and vote. Uh, do your homework on your candidates. Pick who's best for you and your family. Um, I personally, um, Greg, Dan, Ken, they all got to go see it. Uh, Board of Education is up for re-election also. So you got to look at that too. So we need to make a difference in all of these areas. Find a candidate that's going to be best for you. And I'm like this. Anybody who Trump is supporting, I will vote against them. There's no other way of putting it. Because if you don't, you're going to end up having the same situation we had last year with January 6th. So if um, if Trump is saying, oh, uh, I stand behind him, don't vote for them. Don't vote for them. That's my opinion. Um, and that's all I got to say about it. So until tomorrow night, if the good Lord say the same, I love each and every one of you. Until then, peace.